Welcome to episode 11 of the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. We're getting really close now and we are continuing our festive reading uh, today by having a discussion and taking a look at Klaus from Boom Studios in 2015. For those joining us for the first time, we are the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Every week we host a discussion and take a look at a different comic book story arc. And when we do that, I am joined by co-hosts who are here. And we have Shane from the YouTube channel Dawn of Comics. Ahoy, ahoy. We have Phil from Comics Gaming of Figures on YouTube. Hey, everyone. And we have Scott from Scott Shelf right here on YouTube, too. Hello. How are you, chaps? All good. I think good Phil man. and I are in the wrong place. Do you feel strange <laughs> or you're not in your usual spots? <laughs> Like that will mean nothing to people on the podcast. <laughs> no, on the left, our own square, and I, I'm the bottom right square. Oh, uh, do you want me to? Do you want, would you like me to move you? Would that yes, make you feel please. more comfortable? Okay, hold on. There, there we go. Hey, hey. I, I do prefer home. to be on top. To be honest, so. <laughs> Charlie, is that you? <laughs> Before we get into it, just a reminder for those that are listening on the podcast, uh, if you want to come down and uh, join us for the live show, uh, you'll find the link in the description of the podcast there. So you'll find out how to get to us or check us out on Instagram, the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Right. Now we know what we're reading. Now we've met everybody here. Let's meet the herd. Here for this Wednesday, we have Sean, the noob, evening peeps. Evening to you, Sean. We've got Tom, uh, this month in movies. Uh, we have Amy, evening all. Hello to you, Amy. Uh, is that it? No, no. If the comments are jumping on me again. Oh, I hate it when it does this jumping thing. We have Liam here as well. Good evening to you, Liam. Uh, just scrolling down there. Make sure that that is everyone. MJ Comics, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, boys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, if you, if anyone watching uh, likes the CGC stuff and everything, go check out MJ Comics. They, uh, they have some bangers. Oh, I'm doing this again. And why am I doing this air again? Quotes. Air no. quotes. No. Made me air quote MJ Comics, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm dirty. I feel dirty, yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam is saying uh, the way Scott's wearing his hat makes him look like an elf. I was Very wearing good. it like this at the start. Scott Shelf on the shelf. Scott Shelf on the shelf. Scott Shelf on the shelf, yeah. Uh, we have Perpetual Comics joining us as well. <laughs> Phil <laughs> likes it on top. He does indeed. And uh, we got my friend Greg. Greg is an old friend of mine. There he is. How you Hello, doing, Greg? Greg? Hope you're hey, well, Greg. mate. Is he that, is he, was he born in 1756? Or? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's just a pin number. That's when pin number. Okay, then, folks. Um, I, do you know what? I can't remember uh, whose turn it is to do the synopsis. So why I am thinking on my feet right now, I will let everybody know. Um, if you want to come and join us on the Nerd Herd, and by join us, I mean on screen here and have a discussion about a story arc you have picked, uh, we're going to make that happen. Uh, you guys are really important to us. Uh, you are part of the Herd. And every fifth week, because uh, we all take it in turns in which stories to pick, we're going to let you choose uh, which story that we read and you will have the opportunity to come on here with us and join the discussion. Um, you don't have to. Don't make a mistake. No one's going to force you to if you don't want to. But as an added bonus, there will be giveaway as well. 
So next week, we will probably ask you to shout out your story arcs. We will pull one at random. We will randomly select it. And you will win some goodies and the opportunity to come and join us uh, on the 30th uh, of December with the first one. Last one of the year. Nice. Not a good oh, idea. Right. They are going to torture us. You know they. Secret Wars 2. It's coming. <laughs> the comic deal isn't in here, right? So I think you'll be all right. You'll be okay. He's blocked. We've blocked him, right? He's not allowed to. <laughs> so there you go. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think it's really nice, you know, to get more people uh, involved and uh, reading these books and stuff and all discovering these comics together. I, I've said it before, like, the Wednesday really is my highlight of my week, sitting down with all you lot and talking comics. Oh, cute. Uh, I see uh, Shane, your brother's in. I request Secret Wars 2. Oh. He's getting it in early. We're going to have to wait until next week. We're going to have to wait until next week. <laughs> okay, then. So, synopsis. Uh, I still can't remember who it was. Oh, God. It's Scott's turn, right? Oh, Scott, I think it is my the turn. synopsis for Klaus from yes. Game Studios 2015. Oh. Please, sir. The synopsis for Klaus. So it's basically, I don't want to say a retelling. It's just like some sort of um, imagining of what Santa Claus's origin story would be like. Um, uh, the um, the gist of the story is that he grew up in this town. He got kicked out of this town. He lived in the wild for years. And then this town couldn't um, have any fun and they couldn't have any toys. So he took it upon himself to be really sneaky and stealthy and go around and just, uh, you know, giving toys to all these kids and people are trying to stop him. And, and then he finds himself towards the end of the, of the story. And it's awesome. And I absolutely loved it. Written by Grant Morrison, uh, drawn by Dan Mora, uh, who for this book won an award. He run, he won the, the Russ Manning, most promising newcomer award in 2016. Wow, um, somebody's been doing their research. Well done to you, buddy. I love Dan Mora. Like, I was so happy. I loved the whole book. Um, yeah, uh, that's me done. 10 out of 10. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, that's a great synopsis, to be honest. It kind of is a kind of, and um, it's not the origin, like the origin, but it's a kind of, yeah. um, a reimagining, isn't it? Yeah. Of kind of Santa in, in another world, and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which we'll get to that. I've got some questions about that. Maybe you guys can answer well, for me. So yeah, the demon part with the demon. Oh Scott? yeah, wasn't yeah, that like, like the whole end? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Was that, um, yeah. Wasn't that like Krampus or something? I don't know. Just Krampus, yeah. I don't just know. want to say hello to Comic Deal. He's joined us as well. Hello. Nice to meet you. Right then, so let's uh, let's start the uh, the discussion and about Klaus, what we liked, what we didn't like, and of course, at the end, we will give this a score out of ten. We will take an average from ourselves. We'll take an average from you guys in the chat here, and uh, we'll see where it falls on our nerd herd leaderboard, which is now vastly becoming the go-to place for cool comics. Said no one ever. I said every week. Said. <laughs> After hello to hello to Slim Comics as well. Thanks for joining us, mate. Okay, so who's going to go first this time? Shane, you seem to know whose turn it is. Who is it? Phil's turn this time, or yours? I think I it's think Phil's it's turn. turn. Yeah, Phil. All right. Um, let me start off. I'll I'll just say that I actually read the physical book for this because I bought it recently. Mm. Um, I haven't read this before, but I 
was always going to read this at Christmas time because I wanted I wanted to get into it because I heard it was very good. So whenever uh, it was decided upon that we were going to do Christmas themed books, this was my pick, and I was like, yes, I want to read this. Um, I probably got more out of it with the the physical book because it is quite premium. Like it's just like that is not are those, are those golden. Yeah, it's like, it's like a bag wow. of like a golden kind of wow. pages. Do they call that gilded pages? Is I, that think, I that think is? it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. I think so. But even the paper qualities are really thick and quality. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not Stop getting cheers. <laughs> Rest in peace, bank account. Here we come. <laughs> I actually ordered the second uh, volume or whatever after I read this because I did love this book from start to finish, cover to cover. That was great. I do have some gripes about it though, oh, and I don't want to fall out with Scott. He's a big Dan Mora fan. Don't you dare. However. Um, I've written down some cons. I don't know about everyone else. I find the art very inconsistent, almost. Yeah. Like some some of the children were very cartoony in some scenes, and not so much on other scenes. Do you know what and, it was for me, Phil? What I, the, I I sat there and thought the same thing as you, and I was like, why I couldn't put my finger on it. And for me, I thought it was uh, when the panels were f- like far away, when they was like zoomed out, the perspective was quite far away. I yeah. found those were the inconsistent ones for me. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what you're getting at or is yours something different? It is kind of like, um, for example, Jonas is the son of the Baron or the evil Baron of the village. And Jonas at the start, he looked different than he did at the end. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional because essentially what happened with Jonas is throughout the book, he's obviously a spoiled little brat and yeah. he then learns how to play with toys. So he becomes like a nicer kid. So I don't know if it was like intentional to make him more mm. I think it, I think it was because his dad, Baron, Ma- is it Magnus? Magnus, yes. yeah. Yeah, he tends to, he looks like he becomes more grotesque as the book goes yeah. on. I did grab a, a screenshot as well. So like by by the oh, end, love this page. he's man. kind of looking yeah. real grim like that at the bottom, isn't he? Um, so I, I wonder if it went the other way with the kid then. Like yeah. as the kid's getting less bratty, um, he kind of like, that was, that was me trying to find an excuse because I did love the art. I'm not saying it was bad. It was good from start to finish. Some of it was better than others. Um, mm-hmm. The thing too, like I've read some Grant Morrison stuff before and before I read this, I kind of felt like I had to get in the mood. But sometimes you need to be in a Grant Morrison mood to read Grant Morrison. But this was really tame for his his standards, I thought. It almost yeah. like he'd done it like without any influences whatsoever. He was just his normal sober self writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. It. Um, it did seem like he put the crack pipe down that day, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. There were a few psychedelic pages in there. Yeah. Which yeah. Were, let's talk let's talk about those because I've got a screen well, down there. there we go. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, like, so never having read any Grant Morrison uh things um i all all i've done is heard what phil and and you guys have said so uh and i think was it last week phil said something about you know you know get your uh need to get right in the mood for this kind of stuff and i was like what does he mean and then and then i saw this page this page also comes out of nowhere like the page before this it doesn't have any indication that this is coming up this kind of mental radical kind of uh page but um I yeah, wasn't for, expecting for context, it at all. He, he plays a flute, doesn't he? And yes. the forest spirits kind of like reach out to him. 
Um, that's why I think you see that hand. Yeah. Yeah, you also, also, yeah, because if you look in the page before, he's cooking up some food and there are mushrooms in, in the pot. So I was wondering, like, is he tripping? And is like, is the, like, does he have to trip to play the flute to call these spirits? I don't know, but. I think it's that standard trope, though, isn't it? You know, kind of like, you know, like like the Native Americans took peyote and then, you know, they would yeah. have that kind of vision. And I think it's playing on that kind of vibe in this book with him and that spiritual connection. And I think it worked well for Santa to have some sort of kind of like spiritual connection to yeah. the other world. Like, I think it's kind of worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that artwork, I thought it was great. The fact that the story is all, it's obviously set in like a grim, dark, dire village and it's snowy and whatever then you have this bombastic kind of contrast in the artwork i thought was great yeah liam liam saying here he did notice that at the beginning jonas was pretty much the double of his dad uh so at that point they were on the same level and the book goes they grow as you said in opposite directions i'd never consciously realized that until we were just having this conversation yeah same and uh can i just say a hello to gray man here as well who's joined us hi buddy I will say the only problem I had with the art was the um, the tripping scenes with the spirits because I felt the spirits looked too alien and less magical. They did. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah, they were very much the great regular grey alien with the you know the plain face and the big eyes and mm. that's the only thing that I didn't like about the art. Everything else is lovely. Yeah. I I felt bad for basically slagging off um, Scott's <laughs> friend Van Mora, so I had <laughs> to Google mate. this. Yeah, I googled this after. He's Tom's best mate, isn't he? And I had to Google this after, and there was actually it's actually a quite common critique of this on his book that the art is inconsistent. However, it is one of his earlier books. Like I say, he won the best newcomer, so best newcomer. he's now like refined his artwork. I'm sure by now. So, but I'll, to I'll... be honest, like um, I know we're talking about a different book, but like Once in Future, he he drew quite a bit of stuff for Once in Future, and there is that kind of still if characters are far away, they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, the best detail, but I think that's fine. Maybe he can't do smaller detail. Maybe he can only do on larger models. He can give your face the proper yeah. detail that it deserves. Yeah. And then when they're in the background, he just. You know, like for instance, yeah, when some of those panels that were far away, like they confused me. I think there was one fight scene, and forgive me, like I can't remember which issue it was in. Uh, I think it's the bit where, you know, when the captain is kind of taken hostage and he's supposed to meet with him and then he finds. He goes to that uh, the trap that they've laid for him, and then they're on the stairs. And I can't couldn't work out which one was the guard and which one was Klaus. Yeah. You know, like on the stairs. Was you, I, was yeah, as well. I was all right with that. This there is funny, I think that is. There was yeah. a scene at the end when um, when he wins the battle with the demon at the end, and he come the demon comes traveling back to earth i didn't know if it was the body or the head that was coming back i had to go it back and yeah. yeah i had to go back and then i had to look at it again i had to zoom in it wasn't yeah. very clear it was yeah just it, yeah you do have to look closely and you can see the body is kind of like what like curled up like in a cannonball yeah. kind of thing like his knees are tucked into its chest and and kind of thing why i was a bit yeah bad. they're minor gripes when the art's that nice mm. all you can find is minor gripes again yeah. i find this to look um very disney-esque in parts as well um there's that one scene at the end of issue one the big full panel page where he finds the bag of toys and he's like what am i supposed to do now you know like <laughs> yeah that looked very disney didn't it had the little bluebird and the wolf yes. uh, what was the wolf's name uh lily, lily, lily. Was it? lily yeah. yeah um See, i thought some of that stuff was beautiful this had those 
splash pages and the full pages were beautiful. They were glorious, to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. I I thought that too. That they like I'm trying to find the picture for you, but it's the part where he first gets a sleigh and the, is it eight wolves? Is there eight? Yeah, eight wolves. Yeah. And like it's just like it's all dark and fairy. There's a battle scene and there's just him. This kind of glowing silver kind yeah. of, and it looks fantastic. That's issue seven, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, oh, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So cool. I was like, I saw that and I was like, why can't Santa's sleigh look like that? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know, all the stuff we see on TV and stuff. That is so cool. So badass. I, I actually did. I, I have got another screen grab there. There's the image I was talking about. The the kind of yeah. Disney-esque looking, you know, with the yeah. blue bird and, and all of that there. Um, even, most... even the look on the wolf's face there, the Lily's face. It's quite cartoony and Disney-esque, isn't it? Like, just kind of... Yeah. The kind of yeah. dopey who look. I've yeah. always, but I think that the, the colors in that though were were amazing. In this, they everything because you think if you're doing art based in snow, there's there's a chance that could be very very boring because yeah. uh, you're going to use like a lot of those tones, aren't you? Like white or light blues and things like that. I never found that with this at all. Like, I boring would not be a word I would choose to describe any of the art in this book. Yeah. The thing as well that strikes me is that everything I've known about Santa Claus and how he looks in this book, Santa Claus is an extremely handsome fella. He's a, he's a badass. Boy. Yeah, and he's he's tough and he's hard and he, he's, he's soft. He cares, he cares about the kids and stuff. It's just like... Did anybody else think that this, like, if, San, if, 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 like, if, if, Conan, if Conan had, like, a love child... <laughs> Like, what did you think Klaus would be there? <laughs> Santa and Conan. Yeah. That would be, yeah oh, I think wow. that was another thing. Like, don't make Santa hot. I don't want to think of Santa being hot. Okay, that's not what, what? I need. Okay, just make him... He was him just badass. He was just cool. <laughs> but he to be honest, cool. like, if you're going to have an origin story, isn't it? it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be before he is round and jolly and, you before know, he's... Before, before all the cookies and stuff and yeah but, like uh, chubby like dwarf you know like with a big axe and stuff he still could have been bad yeah. did you so did you so handsome did you see the variant covers for this oh, yeah yeah so they, they've got a lot of them where they they make him look like proper you know chubby white beard santa um yeah. and they're really cool but one thing i did want to say about Dan Mora, because he's the best artist ever. Um, uh, that he's so good at drawing um, emotions, and you know, especially when you had that page up then with you know, Disney esque kind of thing. But he's so good at drawing like an animated face. So towards the end, um, with the first page that you've shown, where Magnus was going a bit mental, and um, oh, I can't remember. Basically, Mrs. Claus. Um, the face is there. They just, they're just great. Yeah, um, but yeah, they just—he's just so good at just drawing animated faces. Yeah. And I—I'll I, I, say as well that um, we're talking about him being a badass and like making jokes of like you know Santa and Conan's love child or something. But he's extremely likable in this. Yeah, like yes, I re like there wasn't any point where I was kind of like I'm not on Klaus's side. Like all the yeah. way, like, I was loving Klaus. And equally, Baron Magnus. He's just as kind of like hateful as a villain. Like you kind of love to hate him, don't you? You're like he was a really good bad guy. There was no reason for it though. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like even in the backstory there was no build up to him being like that. So he was just seemed to always just be 
nasty. Like there was See, no, nothing I, happened in any of the flashbacks. I, I took his character to be the kind of to epitomize greed in terms of like when he was younger, he always wanted the girl, uh, Dagmar. Yeah. So he said he's a spell to get her to love him, so on. He then yeah. killed the, the Baron at the time. He became the new Baron and he sentenced uh, Klaus to exile, whatever. I took his characters kind of showcasing greed at Christmas time. This is what happens if you if you're you know if you're greedy get and the sun obviously which is fallen so that's what I took his character for. I kind of like that. I never really thought about that. I just enjoyed him, you know, as a villainous character in the book. But yeah, that kind of makes sense that he he does embody that mm-hmm. as as Klaus kind of represents selflessness and like giving and generosity and love um yeah he kind of embodies all the opposite of that doesn't he like greed and all those things you know um the, the uh, counter to that yeah i never thought about that well done phil man I, right. I don't know if i'm right just just a hunch just just a wee guess it's, it's what i, I took from that, anyway his sword i love that he was so weak and pathetic as oh, well. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was one of those bad guys wasn't he where he wasn't kind of like equaled in strength but he was kind of like he was kind of feeble, wasn't he? But he was just—he was just so kind of sticky as a villain. Conniving. Yeah, he wasn't very nice. Um, going on to the monster though that Shane mentioned, um, I—I loved the monster, and I kind of liked the way he was drawn. It kind of like it was very traditional, yeah. you know, like Krampus kind of. Yeah. When you see the image of that kind of went to done as a monster, it reminded me of that. But the only issue I had with it was like, why? Like, where did it come from? Like, what, see, what was it supposed to be doing? Yeah, I googled this after and not knowing too much about Krampus, but essentially in European folklore, he is the opposite of Santa. He, wants to, punish, he wants to punish kids for who are misbehaving, and he is a half goat, half demon. Because I was really confused. I think, why is this all of a sudden this? this weird looking thing coming out of the wall or the coal mine. So understand. it was based on Krampus. Yeah, it is like, Not just visually, yeah. but the, you know, the yeah. kind of, yeah. the, the whole being itself yeah. there. Can he just fill it up with children? Yeah. 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 But um, saying the opposite of Santa, doesn't Santa already punish naughty kids by giving them coal? But he doesn't eat them. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he does get fat and jolly, so maybe he is, and we don't know about it. That's something the public call their hiding from us all. Don't say that. It's Christmas, man. Santa, <laughs> any children watching this, Santa does not eat children. There was Uncle, Uncle Phil eats plain. There was a scene, though, where um, quite in the, in the midst of battle, fighting Krampus at the end, he did shout, There are no bad kids. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, so maybe he just doesn't believe that kids can be bad, even though we all know they can. Yeah, he's not <laughs> lived in twenty twenty, is he? So he doesn't yeah. know. <laughs> I uh, I liked the ending to this though. I thought yeah. it was yeah. quite um, it's quite emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <sighs> way humble, I think that you, I wish I'd have taken a screen grab of that as well. And it's time passes, isn't it? He's dancing with again. We can't remember a name. We'll just call him Mrs. Claus. It's Dagmar. What was it name? Dagmar. Dagmar, that was it, yeah. yeah. He's dancing yeah. with her, and the narration says, you know, like, over time or whatever. And then you see the next yeah. panel, and they're all, she's older, and then, you know, she's about to die then as well, isn't she? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Phil's got it's it. So there. nice, that. But the thing about this, right, the thing that got me at the ending, he's like, 
oh no, my wife's dead, I'm going to go now, bye, son of mine, for the past at least 20 years, I will only see you once a year now, bye. He just, like, he just gave up on his new family to just go and be Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just just a quick one here, Greg, uh, he's saying that uh, uh, Krampus is essentially the Hades of European Christmas. There you go. That will make sense. Yeah. 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 I feel like yeah. he just gave up on his family too quickly, like, well, he, the rest of his family. As soon as Dagmar died, he just, he was like, bye. He got jobs to do, man. He got presents yeah. to deliver I, all over the world. Was he not doing that while he was married to her or while I, he was I didn't think that he was. I thought that's what that ending was. He was all like, right, I'm off to, you know, do good in the rest of the world. I've yeah, I so fixed I, Grimsvig. I'm going to go and do the world. Just left his son. Or yeah, like, I've be honest, though. They were, Grimsvig people were all a bunch of losers, really, yeah. weren't they? His son, his son at this point was like, what, 40, 40-ish years old, I reckon? Judging by the grey on the side. He's been his son for 30 years, and now he's just like... I, yeah, but I, come on, if your son is a 40 year old man, yeah, you're gonna be okay <laughs> with leaving him. <laughs> and the thing is, too, like in that, in that, in that panel that was showed, like with everyone's aging, it shows you from the first one to the last, and there's kids in the shot and they're growing yeah. old and having their own yeah. kids. So it's not like he has to have his own life, the Jonas, he has his own thing to do now, and yeah, you know, he, he wants to bring joy to the whole world, not just Grimsvig. So, I know. I I just felt he just left him too quickly. Like I just thought there was nothing there. He was literally Shame. just like, like Scott. Just he was in his forties. <laughs> Jonas is probably as barren. A son. Why is that worse? Years. Because if you've been his father for thirty years and now you're just going to literally say goodbye and just but he's still his dad. He said he's going to come back once a year. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's fine. And yeah, well, everyone. Look, he's a four-year-old yeah, man. Well, he's got well, his own stuff to do. Well, when you just said he's going to come back once a year, at least he sees him more than I see my dad. So you know why he should come somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, too, that he's left Jonas, but Jonas is probably the new Baron of the town. I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be too. I just thought like there should have been a conversation where he's just like, look, I'm going to go. He's like, you don't need me anymore. You're all grown up. The children of the world need me. But he was literally in his sleigh. And then Jonas comes and he's like, oh, you're going. And he's like, yeah, bye. There's, there's nothing. There was no conversation. He was already packed and ready to go when Jonas found him. <laughs> See ya. Right, mate. You okay? If Jonas hadn't shown up, he wouldn't even have said goodbye. He'd have just been gone. Yeah, see, Grayman's got a point. Some kids don't see their parents more than once a year. They've got a point. Well, I don't think that I didn't see any problem with that that part at the end. Well, then maybe you should all go hug your fathers. <laughs> you tell me where he is, I will. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> So, um, I do want to say one thing as well. Um, as I love this book, I'm not going to lie. Really enjoyable. I sat down and read it in one go, so it clearly kept my interest. The only um, I think I read it in I read it across three sittings. I think I, I read the last issue today, so I did three and then three and yeah. then one. I, I literally couldn't. I couldn't stop. I was literally as soon as it finished, I was like, next page, next page, next page. But I don't think the flashbacks did it any justice. I don't think they were needed at all. They were very blah and boring and they didn't add anything <laughs> i thought the flashbacks were going to lead up to him being jonas's dad mm. and they didn't it's and it was just for me cut all that out and you could have knocked a whole issue off this 
it, I don't think it was needed. I think we knew all we needed to know about um, Jonas and about Dagmar from current day. So but the I, flashback. I liked, I liked the flashback in terms of the connection with Magnus, Klaus, and Dagmar, because, like I say, uh, Magnus was a bit of a jackass from the, from the get-go, from when he was young. And I quite liked the idea to set that up, that the three of them have a good history together. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, like... Just just to adjust the comments here. Sorry, Scott, before you... Excuse okay. me, before you start talking. Uh, Amy's saying, in the Netflix film Klaus, when the wife dies, Klaus is doing it because he is fulfilling his wife's wish to be a father to all children of the world, hence the name Father Christmas. That Come makes sense. <laughs> highly recommend seeing that yeah, film, by the way. It's Amy's a great saying. film. It's a really nice, it's a really warming film to watch. So um, is this film based on the comic book? No, 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 no. It's a totally different thing, but it's okay. called Klaus, but it's it's a really good watch. Uh, I definitely it's recommend animated. it. Yes, it's animated, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what was I going to say? I can't remember, mate. You you tell us. Oh, yes, about, about the origin, about the origin. Um, so, yeah, I think those flashbacks were, like, I thought they were quite necessary. I, um, you know, the, it shows us how he, uh, you know, began living in the wild and why he was living in the wild and not in Grimsvig. And yeah. I think I think it was, you know, when they were having the discussion about what to include in the book, I reckon it was a discussion of if we don't put it in, people will be like, why is he living in the wild? How does he know these people? And then, like... I, I agree with you there, Scott. I feel the exact same. I felt that the those flashbacks weren't... They kind of came full circle. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, when he you know bumps into what was the name dagmar again dagmar yeah when he was into it should we write it down like, like i i was kind of surprised like, oh he knows her like you know yeah. like i kind of liked all of that stuff when it kind of clicked into place i think sometimes you've got to trust the reader though as well not everything <laughs> has to be laid out for you and i think when he sees dagmar and you realize they know each other but you knew this before because she had yeah. a a little Boy. bird that he had made her. So you knew there was a history there. But then you also find out in the flashback why she has the bird. Yeah, and like I said, I wasn't uh, at first when the flashback started because I thought it was building to him being the kid's dad and I thought, oh, twist. He's the kid of this little... Sh he's the dad of this little shit who is a horrible <laughs> little brat that needs a kicking. You know I mean, I thought, what a great twist that Santa's kid needs a kicking on Christmas. But he wasn't. And I thought I just gotta say, like for tomorrow's Instagram caption for the rewind, that's, that's the it. quote right there. Santa's kid <laughs> needs a kick in. <laughs> Thing too, not to be too critical, because again, I was almost trying to find points specifically to find critique for the book. Mm. It's sounds strange. It's not really original stuff. It's not. It's quite generic, actually. There's a lot of Game of Thrones vibes going on in throughout the book. Um, yeah, like Neddy. Yeah, kind of the, the wolf. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones. The wolf, Lily, the big yeah. white wolf, who's his companion. Like the same thing with Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. So, and then yeah. even like a, a lot of Batman Year One stuff when he was in the kind of stealthy, over the rooftop, sitting over the ropes, and so on. But it was just done. I. It was just done. Like who? Who? Who thinks? Of writing a Santa Claus origin story and makes him a good-looking badass. 
who <laughs> makes his own toys and delivers them to the chimp. It's just mental. Like, it's class. I loved it. But that's the only thing. I Go on. Just love the book from cover to cover. And I'm, I'm almost trying to find things to pick at it, but I can't even do that. Right. I just, yeah, I, I, love... I, I, I Sorry, down chimneys. I do have to say that. I love that he tried on the doorstep and then everyone yeah. was watching to catch him. Yeah. And like, yeah. Now, how do I deliver? I've got, I've got this here. The, the, the guard just says, whoever this impossible character is, he won't get away with it again. Let our invisible beast man find some other way to deliver his magical toys. And then it's a double page spread of all the chimney tops. Yes. You know, and I've made these was in my notes. That's one of the things I loved about this book is that yeah. they, it's like they didn't forget about anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, they put an explanation in there, like you just said there about the chimneys. It's like that's why Santa uses the chimney. I thought all of that was just lovely. It was a really yeah. lovely touch. Like it wasn't needed, yeah, not really, but it, it made it extra nice for me. Like, it, really it, 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 I think it shows that um, they didn't write <laughs> the story and then chuck these bits in. Yeah, they put these bits in and then wrote around it to to feel to you know give it that flow. And kind of natural, like ah, okay. So like we're getting all the bits that we know about Santa, um, but it's done really well, and it's not just you know, oh, just put even, that in there. That bit. Even with the outfits, the uniform, the uniform of the guards, yeah. they're the red and the white kind of yeah. fur yeah. around it. That's it was Santa more like Santa's outfit as it was going on because yeah. she was yeah, I that, yeah. yeah, I thought it was great. I don't yeah, know if it's the, 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 the white and the just to, for for people that may not have read it. Uh, the white and the red explains the uh, that's the colours of Grimsvig, isn't it? That's their kind yeah. of city yeah. colours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I I don't know if it's me looking too much into it, but um, I don't know if anyone knows. I hope I hope they do. But like, Santa is originally like our Santa. He's green. His outfit is green, yeah. and he's only red and white because of the Coca Cola adverts. Um, yep. So. I don't know if like he was wearing that kind of green tank top at the start to kind of add to that yeah. and to add to that transition from the original green to the Coca-Cola red and white. I um, thought of that. That's a good yeah. observation, Scott. Yeah, well done, then. Yeah. Scott, you were your A game this week. You're, you're all week. It's because I enjoyed the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean you didn't enjoy Marvel Christmas Carol Zombies? No. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. Just Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. <laughs> thing, just confirm what we're saying about taking everything we know about Santa and making it this own story. It's in contrast to Batman Noel and to Zombie Christmas Carol that we know that story and they try to adapt it and they didn't do too well. This does, granted, it's a smaller kind of mythos to put into everything, but it just it's, it fits perfectly well through this whole story. Yeah, suppose like. Christmas Carl. I, I kind of want to know now what happens to the wolves and why they why he has reindeer. So like I hope nothing happens to the wolves and I hope they're still <laughs> living nice and secure in the North Pole. Yeah. But giving them a rest because now he's got reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just keeps them all, you know, like the queen has got corgis, he's just got loads of wolves. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna say that well, according to the cover of issue one, it didn't it doesn't end well for reindeer. I mean no. he's carrying that across his back, isn't he? Like <laughs> let's just get that as people can think look. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. See, that's, that's the thing as well. This is probably Grant Morrison, Dan Moore, doing this on purpose, having the wolves as the kind of carriers of the sleigh and having that image of him with the dead reindeer around his shoulders. Like he's just saying, screw reindeers, we're going with wolves. This is what we're going to do. Cool. 
Yeah. Let me just say hello to uh, 3G joining us as well, giving them a wave, wave back there. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I am. Um, I, I thought it was uh, it, it was really well written for me. Uh, I, I I did have a few issues with some of the the art that we we talked about there, but as far as the writing goes, I I, I kind of got to agree with Phil. Like I had not read this or heard much about it. I've heard people say you should read it, um, but I was expecting a bit more of a mind bender. You know, given yeah. Grant Morrison was on the book, so I was completely surprised when I saw that kind of Disney esque artwork. And I'm like, hey, really? Is it the Grant Morrison? Is there not like another Grant Morrison? Like, <laughs> yeah, completely tame for anything I've ever read of Grant Morrison before. Um, That's so coherent. I mean, you could just yeah, follow the story yeah. from start to finish. I wasn't like, I That's wasn't like at all. And I was like, "That's not right. I should have had to go back several pages." Yeah. I missed something. <laughs> Someone's got more stuff to reread quite a lot, to be honest. Even though this is the first time I'm reading Grant Morrison, I'm assuming this still isn't the first time I've read Grant Morrison. No, you haven't read Grant Morrison. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. I can't wait. I think back saying like how well the writing is done in this book, the scene with Dagmar playing with um uh, it was great. Uh, What's the song Jonas. called? Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. When, because he's just a brat, just smashing everything, and she brings in the new toy, and straight away just wants to throw it on the floor and break it, and she's like, yeah. "Well, you could do that, but then the story's over." Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. No one's obviously taking the time to play with him. Like, no, no one's taking that time. His dad's obviously an evil baron, trying to drain the life out of the village. So his mom took the time to show him how to play. I loved that. I, I so loved. She, yeah. The way she explained it, like, we'll play. We'll, he could be whatever you want, and we can play this. And he's like, well, then I'll just understand. Play him. Yeah, he doesn't understand it. Like, oh. I have two things to address here. First is Greg's comment that says, when I saw that cover, I thought it was a sliced alone movie waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, this was one of the questions I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, you know the villain, Baron Magnus there? Um, there's that one part where they're kind of implying that the noise coming from deep down in the mines um, is inside of his head. Like it's all driven yeah. by his own madness. And then it turns out that it's not like the beast Israel and that stuff. So like, I, was, I was like, is he mad? Is he not? Like They tried that, but it didn't really work because they kept saying, well, all the miners, they're, they're scared of this voice. They're scared of the voice. And then they keep saying, well, ignore the voice and keep working. So they could hear it too. So then for yeah. them to try and say it's in his head, we know it's not because all the miners are hearing it. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't, it's not just me that had an issue with that because I thought that's me being a bit slow. I thought there's something I'm missing here. No, I think um, did I think it was Dag, was it Dagmar that tried to tell him it was in his head, which yeah. did make She's sense if she'd never been down the mine so she yeah. wouldn't have heard it. Yeah. So she it. was lying to him. Maybe she was only hearing it. Uh, maybe he was only hearing it whenever he went down, and then yeah. but he could only call it the voice because he doesn't know what it is. No, because she hadn't been down the mines. But that scene should have been before we saw the miners hearing the voice, yeah. and then he could have thought, "Oh, he's yeah." You see, Grant Morrison as well quite often writes villains that are almost like redeemable. Like they they could become good or give them like a reason why they're so bad. And with the Baron Magnus, it's almost the same. Like he is driven mad by this voice, and he's tell he's he's doing these things because he believes the voice is going to give him this power to kill the king, so he can become king and Dagmar become queen. 
So that's obviously like the thing earlier on with greed. Like he has this greed and the voice or Krampus is kind of feeding on that to try and drive him this certain way. I'm not saying he's a good guy, Magnus, but it's almost like he's made to do these things and it kind of gives him a redeemable kind of... Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? Because I think you start off thinking that a lot of this is... I think he thinks that he's driving this, doesn't he? He's the one kind of like, I'm going to unleash the beast and I'm going to control stuff and all of that. Yeah. And, it, you know, you kind of see at the end that it's not that at all, is it? It's the beast. Promising him these things, yeah. yeah. The only thing I didn't get as well, another thing that confused me was when the beast kind of reveals that and he says like, oh, you know, like you don't control me. He like looks in the book and yeah. the beast, the image has vanished yeah. and it doesn't quite explain why that's vanished or like I how didn't that's understand happened. that. Yeah. Mm. I thought, I took that as he was trapped in the book, um, but also in the mine so like freeing him from the mind freed him from the book i thought or like his spirit or something yeah, was, is like so the mine but his spirit was in the book that's i mean that's just what i took but it could be completely wrong I, Who knows? yeah i think that leaves that's kind of open to interpretation yeah because like there's that lack of explanation there just addressing uh liam's comment here he says i think he's going back to the dagmar thing about the voice inside the baron's head it might have been to act as a point of how Dagmar is out is out of touch with her people. If she'd have spoken to them, then she'd have known it wasn't just the Baron hearing the voice. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point as well. Yeah, because the people do try to attack her at the, at the end. They try to get her and her son. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point. But Krampus yeah. goes straight after Jonas when he breaks in, and Magnus, for a split second, tries to defend his son. But then rather than save his son, he goes after Klaus again. So when he almost is about to do something to redeem himself, you know, protect his family to show he is a good person, he takes the opportunity to try and kill Klaus. And you're like, "Mm, your son's in a bag. Maybe save him. (laughs) Going back to the Game of Thrones vibe there uh, that you mentioned there, Phil, like that kid, like definitely reminds you of Joffrey, doesn't he? A little bit bit of Joffrey, Yeah. yeah. Definitely a bit of Joffrey. Yeah, just a little kid you want to kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there, there, was quite right. there, was, there, there was a Game of Thrones thing in there. So I think if you're a fan of that Game of Thrones vibe and you're kind of like Christmas and you want a Christmas read oh, thing, yeah. this, is, this is probably all of that for it's you. It's definitely for you, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I love that. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, shall we do final thoughts and scores? Oh well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta take the glasses off to put them back on again. <laughs> so much thicker when we talk about a book we like. Oh, I, I get. I think we could easily talk for an hour, half hour, to an hour, hour, easy in this book. To be honest, yeah. there's still quite a lot. We probably haven't covered. You need to read it. Everyone read this. We found that though, don't, don't yeah. we? So some books that there is a lot more to talk about uh, than there is on certain other ones as well. Doing this, uh, and I think you are right. There's a lot in this, um, so let's do it then. Let's get down to final thoughts and scores. So we went that way last time, so let's go uh, this way. And why we do this, folks? If you have read Klaus. Uh, drop your score 1 to 10 uh, you are allowed decimal point fives. drop it in the chat and we'll take an average of what your score is as well only if you've read over to you. yeah only if you've read <laughs> yeah yeah um, like it's harder to talk about a book that you like it's harder to like summarize it you know with a book you don't like you can just smash that and go right 2 out of 10 but then 
with this book, um, it was it was just an enjoyable read from start <laughs> to finish. Um, in, it's just incredible art. I don't know if I'm being biased, um, but uh, <laughs> just a little bit. But it was just it was just wonderful and magical. And I've never um, read like you know uh, an origin of Santa like this before. And it was so clever how they kept all of his characteristics in there and built them in around the story, but then had him looking like the way he did. And it was just fantastic. And I think, you know, I think because of the kind of story they were trying to tell, um, the way he looked felt normal. It didn't feel out of place. Um, mm. But yeah, story was fantastic. The characters, uh, you know, the development of there. I really like the, the way, you know, when we talked about how Jonas kind of came away from that kind of evil looking and got to a more nicer Disney-esque kind of look and just, you know, uh, that was quite nice to see that development throughout the book. And some of the other characters had that as well, like, like, um, like Magnus. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just really good. Um, Krampus. I, I know, I know we, it was never confirmed that it was Krampus, um, but we can probably safe to say that it is that was cool i loved i loved the lettering of that as yeah. well um you yeah. know that, oh, that God, yeah we never mentioned that, that. yeah that itself, or almost, wasn't it? yeah that itself mm. gave it a really cool voice for me to like read with um and yeah uh i just yeah it's a fantastic christmas read for anyone who you know for those type of people who love to watch christmas movies at christmas time for people who love comics this is a book you can go to every year to read a Christmas book at Christmas time, and it's fantastic. And if it looks as good as the one that Phil has, I'm definitely picking that up. And that's, uh, yeah, that's awesome. But I'm going to give this um, eight point five out of ten. Eight point five out of yeah. ten. And I cannot wait for the next volumes. We have to do those next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shane, final thoughts and scores from you, please, sir. I really enjoyed this. I absolutely loved it. Um, like I say, it's nitpicky stuff with me because when something's this good, it's nitpicky, tiny little things that you notice because everything else is so good. So I can't fault this book for what it is. It wanted to tell a story. It told a story. You can stop right here. You don't have to continue. But I mean, obviously, I want to because I want to know what happens to these wolves and why it's got reindeer now. So I'm going to continue. But it was just so well done. And for seven issues, it flew by. I, I sat there in one evening and yeah. I just read issue after issue because I didn't want to stop. And that shows you how good the previous issue was. Because if it started to slow down or get boring, I'd be like, well, I'll read the rest tomorrow. It never did. It was fantastic. The art is great. I mean, sexy Santa. I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't need sexy Santa, but I've got sexy Santa, so I'll take it. No. It's Stallone Santa now, isn't it, according to Greg? Stallone Santa. The North Pole Stallion. <laughs> so, yeah, the art is gorgeous. The faces, I'm very particular with my faces in comic books. I either love them or I hate them, and these are faces I absolutely love. Oh, yes. Great, art great. This is a nine for me. Simple. Ooh, a nine. It's a nine. I will be rereading this book. Uh, Phil, over to you then, mate. It's pretty much everything that's been said. Like, like as Shane was saying, it's nitpicky stuff. It was good cover to cover, and you're almost trying to find a fault in it. 
And there were a few things that make you think could have been done better, um, even to the point where I'd never really understood what happened to his mother. Like she died frozen. She and he, frozen. Yeah, but like, why was she out there with a baby? Like, do you know what I mean? There's just stuff that wasn't really explained. And of course, he survived because the warmth of his heart. I quite like that bit, but again, it would have been nicer if like the, the spirits of the ice and forest were responsible for that. I don't think they were. It's like a separate thing. Maybe we'll and, get back in a future volume. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. And like I say, I, I loved it that much that I have ordered the second volume. It's like, oh, its way. It should be here tomorrow. I'm probably going to read it before Christmas. <laughs> the third volume comes out in Wait February. for us, Phil. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's Christmas. <laughs> the third, third volume comes out in February. I'm probably going to buy that as well when it comes out straight away. I'm going to read it. Um, and as I said before, like this is a book that I kind of hope to have on the shelf. and I will read every year, getting that Christmas feel. And yeah, art was great. Story was great. It's nitpicky stuff, but yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I'm debating. I was debating my score. It's kind of increased since. So I'm going to give it a nine. Because since we've talked about it, it's maybe liked it more. It was an 8.5, which is still high. But talking about it now, I've realized it's a nine. Do we agree on something, Phil? That's oh, strange. Oh, get yeah. out of town. <laughs> It is Christmas. Come on, anything can happen. You know. <laughs> it was great. Uh, it was a great. I, I can. Uh, thanks for that, guys. Uh, I've got all your scores uh, there. I can see we've got a uh, from Liam. A hundred percent agree with Scott. It's an eight point five out of ten. For him that's nice. Too. Thanks. Uh, so that's the only score we've got so far. So great. Maybe that's where it's going to be for the uh, for the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> just uh, I, I, I haven't really got too much to add to that I mean I think you've all covered it great I, I don't disagree with anything you, you guys have said there I found it quite lovely the artwork um, to look at very sweet um, even though this is the story of a kind of badass Santa uh, it was still quite a lovely and sweet story which that's kind of nice to have that balance anyway Um there were some things that confused me, as I said, both artwork and story. Um, so there was a few things there that kind of like, and again, but like Shane said, this is nitpicky stuff. Like for folks watching, don't think I'm kind of hammering an ale into it. I, it's, it's very small stuff and it doesn't take any of the in, in, like enjoyability away from it. No. Uh, I thought everything was great, even the monster turning up and stuff at the end. I can't fault it. This was just an incredibly sweet book. Uh, it's got everything you want in there. It's got some action. It's got the Christmas vibe, uh, and it's got one of the big important things for me, and that's a lot of emotion, a lot of feelings. Um, it's 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 yeah, it, it is a heart warmer. Yeah, it's a yes, heart warmer. This story, most I think. I think when you said the word "lovely," that sums it up. A yeah, lot, to be I honest, think it, it is the right word to use, isn't it? It's quite yeah. a lovely feeling to this story. Um, so for me, uh, it's gonna have to be. Uh, Given where everything else falls and my enjoyment level of this, it's an eight for me. I thought it would be Dean. I felt I felt that coming through. Was you feeling eight eight vibes? Was eight vibes? Yeah. The grey man here is saying uh, they'll do a Klaus retcon. Uh, the dark Klaus returns. <laughs> yes, and I read that too. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, Tom's asking you, Phil. He said, Phil, let him know yeah, where you're getting the trades from. He wants to pick them up. 
this book for the obviously for the podcast listeners, it's not going to do much justice. But this book does look pretty yeah. premium, and I think it actually added to the experience of me reading this book. To be honest, so I'd it's recommend like, everyone to get it. Old Christmas books, isn't it? Like it's like reading an old Dickens book. Yeah, a yeah. hard old timey Christmas book. It's right. Cool. Listen, kids, we've got to work out where this fits on our leaderboard now. Okay. Right. So gonna be we so got what we got one score in in the the chat, <laughs> and that was our man Liam. And Liam gave this an eight point five. So the average from the chat is eight point five. <laughs> That's what they've scored it there. And, <laughs> and for us, let's see where it falls on our nerd herd leaderboard. If I could press the right buttons here, there's the nerd herd leaderboard, and we got this at an average of our scores. 8.6. So this Whoa. is joint second Same place pulp. pulp. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Oh, Dave off the top spot. Oh. So, yeah, Dave is... Uh, well, technically, Dave is still number five there. It's a shared... This is oh, shared yeah. second place, isn't it, really, with Pulp? So it's still well there. Deserved. Well deserved. This is awesome. Great pick, Phil. I only, yes. pick good, I only pick good books. Come on. Oh, no, that's not true, though, is it? Let's not pretend. Carnage. And I give Bobby 8.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. Christmas. That's the new rules. Feels it's only right. allowed to pick at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> right, and before we go, folks, and we, uh, we wrap up, um, I, I just want to say, uh, as I said at the beginning of this, there's going to be a chance for you guys to come and join us if you want to uh, for the read-along and review. So next week, at the end of next week, uh, uh, review and episode, we will ask you to drop in the story arcs that you want us to read. Only one uh, recommendation per person. So we will take the first one. Uh, that you put in there it needs to be 15 issues or under or if oh. it's a trade it needs to be under 200 pages uh those are the rules because we do have lives and we have <laughs> stuff to do uh, yeah. and we do only have a week to read this so we'll be asking you to do that next week uh and we will pick it at random we'll put it on a spinny wheel thing and whoever wins uh you can come and join us that following week on the 30th uh and join the discussion if you want to of course uh, and whether you do or whether you don't, you will get some uh, something for participating and joining us as a thank you from us to you for coming and hanging out and uh, joining in with all the nerd talk with us every week. We do appreciate you. We really do. And uh, as I said, it's the highlight of my week. Mine too. Yes. We, we should add that if you do pick Secret Wars 2, you will not get a thing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing comes your way. He's talking to you. So we see here we've got a few suggestions to read Saga. Uh yeah, Wars two. Yeah, so like you know, save them for next week. Uh and we will do the spinny wheel thing and we'll see what comes out. I wonder So who... sorry, mate. No, I'm just wondering, Amy's pick Saga. Hmm. Who knows Amy? Hmm. <laughs> really, Scott? Hmm. <sighs> Scott's looking casually around. <laughs> some shenanigans coming on. Hmm. I have I've never read something. Next week lined up with different accounts. I'm going to comment the books I want next week. I will say, like, I'm two. okay with Saga because I've just ordered the massive compendium that's got the whole 54 yeah. issues in it. Yeah. 
I'm not reading four issues for this, no. No, Do no, I we'll just... only read like volume one. Don't panic. Volume one. Like... <laughs> you, should, you should read the fucking four issues. You should. Everyone should. Jeez. Okay, folks, let's wrap it up then. Let's do what we usually do. And uh, uh, you can go, you guys can uh, uh, let people know what you've got going on on your uh, your own YouTube channels this week. Uh, which way round did we go last time? Uh, I don't know. I'll let's start. Go oh, no. Okay, Phil, volunteer. You go Okay, I'll start because I don't have anything planned. I've nothing coming <laughs> up. <laughs> so it's fairly easy. I will be appearing on, uh, well, I hope I'm appearing on Panels and Paints this Saturday over in Comic Deedles channel. So. That's about it for me. Nothing else planned but that. Okay, Jay? Um, same. Hopefully I'll be on Panels and Pints on Saturday to say hello to the lads. Um, I still have my advent calendar until the 24th. Stop by, see what Ushis are coming out. And on Monday I had my quiz with these three fine gentlemen and uh, five other contestants playing along. So that's what up quiz? What quiz? What quiz? Oh, Oh, that's right. Yes, that quiz. It's blocked up from my memory. Oh. <laughs> I will say it was it was very good fun, Shane. And, yeah, um, I know I already good. thanked you, but thank thank you for inviting no, us all. Thank you for was... coming on without contestants. I'm just a guy asking questions to nobody. So thank you. <laughs> I'll just be like this emoji all the time. Like no. <laughs> if, you, if if you want to see a man struggle with with. Ah, ah, not my elbow. <laughs> a, port, a, a portmanteau. Then go watch uh, Shane's quiz because I am dreadful at these things, man. I've got a swap up. I really yeah. you. You'll see eight men struggle with portmanteaus if you go over and watch my quiz. So hard. I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. That's the best part, though. Whenever no one can do it, that is yeah, the best. That's part. why I love that round so much. Just the, the all your the co confusion on eight grown men's faces is priceless. <laughs> Anything else from you, then, Shane? This week? That's me this week. Before we get to Scott, let me just say uh, hello to Martin. There, how you doing, mate? Hope you're well. Scott, this week, uh, are you? Not appearing on Panels and Pints this Saturday. Uh, I think my invite must have got lost in the, uh, I don't know, in Instagram or something. I don't know. But I am appearing on Comic Deal tomorrow <laughs> uh, for his, for his, for his uh, crossover um, discussion for crossover issue two. Um, personally, I don't have anything coming up for the rest of the year, uh, but I'm working on some nice projects for, for January and February. Um uh, yeah, and that'll be that'll be really fun. So do keep an eye, and if you haven't subscribed to me, just subscribe, and uh, so you can just keep an eye. And yes. I will say though, uh, if you aren't subscribed to the the, the chaps here as well, go go uh, subscribe to them. Not just on YouTube, but hit them up on Instagram as well. Drop them all a message because they're all lovely people, and they will respond. And I can say firsthand, they're always happy to talk comics and nerdy stuff. Hundred well. percent. So, yeah, yeah, reach out. You know, drop yeah. everyone a message. You know. Yesterday as well, uh, I did my live backstory, and the rewind for that is now available, uh, and it was fantastic. And all these three guys, they asked me questions among six other men uh, who just wanted to ask me a lot of awkward questions, and uh, well, not all of them, but it was it was a good laugh, and I really enjoyed it. And everyone who does watch it, I'm sure you'll have a great time as well. Thanks, I don't want to boast, but I think I stole the show. Just, just yeah, <laughs> I will say if when you watch Scott's show, watch it with the live chat on, which travels yes a lot. it's brilliant oh and it's so much fun just yeah, get to yeah, watch people interacting while you watch it it's fantastic right folks what we will do is now tell you what we're reading next week 
And Shane, uh, you picked this one. So do you want to tell people? Yes, it's a humbug from 451 Media. It's a five-issue series. Five-issue series from from 451 Media uh, from 2015, Humbug. Yes, it's fantastic. It's about Ebenezer Scrooge set after. No, no, don't worry. It's set after A Christmas Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Just the thought of another Christmas Carol. (laughs) There you go, folks. So hopefully uh, you'll come and join us uh, for that. I've not read it before, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I I should imagine this is one not a lot of people may have read. Um, So I'm excited by this one. So, yeah, uh, please, uh, yeah, come and join us next week and find out about Humble. And we'll all discover that together. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, and I want to say, uh, I hope we're all gearing up now and we've had a rubbish year, but I really do hope people have a good Christmas this year. Uh, we've got one more episode before the big day. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you all then, hopefully. But yeah, no matter who you are, where you are, what you got going on, I hope you have a, a, have a good Christmas. And all that remains to be said then is get your Christmas waves out. Oh, Christmas waves. Oh, what's a Christmas wave? It's a Christmas <laughs> wave. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>